Okay. I need answers on the poor planning on the aliens part here because they invade a planet that is 80% water. Yes. Where all major cities have access to water in the world. I know what it is. It was run it was run by Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. Do you remember them? <laughs> what up, fools? Welcome to the Scary Movie Project. I am your host, Matt. Uh, it's happening. A widowed former reverend living with his children and brother on a Pennsylvania farm finds mysterious crop circles in their fields which suggests something more frightening to come. If you didn't know what we were talking about, we are going to talk about the 2002 film Signs from M. Night Shyamalan. And while we're talking Signs, we're going to talk about his work overall because he has made a lot of quote-unquote scary movies. We'll discuss um, our thoughts on him. And when I say our thoughts, because it's me, of course, but I'm joined by a good friend of the show, Sarah Alpin. Sarah, hello. Welcome back. We love to have you on. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk about this movie. <laughs> okay, good. Um, do you want to discuss? Um, I, like I joked with when I had Bill on last time. Why? Why? Why are you on my show? Please tell us about yourself. Why the heck are you here? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm a big fan of the Scary Movie Project. Um, I think it's so much fun to discuss things that you're super passionate about with you because. It's just, it's always a hoot. You never know where it's going to go. And mm. it's also educational at the same time. So See, that's educational, it's, you know, we're not PBS, but damn, we can try, right? Yeah. I mean, come on. Educational we, content. We're at least reading Rainbow Adjacent, right? Wasn't that a great show? Oh my God, it was the and best. Do yourself a favor, everybody out there too. I'm not going to repeat this because it's um, vulgar. Do yourself a favor and later on go onto YouTube and search DMX Reading Rainbow. And if you need a laugh in your life, that is going to make you laugh for quite some time. That's all I'm going to say about that. Just do a Google search or a YouTube search on that. DMX Reading Rainbow. You can, if you can kind of imagine that in your head, that go from there. So anyway, um, signs. Okay, so I'm going to say we're going to talk about um, M. Night Shyamalan. My, I'm going to give you my full thoughts on him. A little bit later into the into this episode, but we'll start with his film, 2002 film Signs. Okay, so premise: we think it's aliens, I guess, right? Because there's crop circles and from all the ads we see and all those things. So he's got another a. He's always got these A-list cast, right? Doesn't he? Always, it seems like he's always got great people in his films. Yeah. So Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, Abigail Breslin, when she was like three years old, she's like what twenty five. She's like a superstar now, and one of the Culkins. There's like 10 of them. I don't know which one it is. I time. wondered if that was a Culkin. Uh, of course. there's. You have to have a Culkin in a movie, right? So <laughs> one of them, Rory Culkin, I think is what it is, right? So it's a small, it's only like four or five people in it. So he is a, what is he? He's a, he's a man of the cloth. Is he a clergy? He's a, he's a reverend. He's a priest. He's a, he's a reverend. And uh, I don't know that that's I, – I don't know what the actual classification is on Man of the Cloth, but I think that's a I Catholic just, reference and I a reverend know. would be Protestant, but I don't know. I don't know what religion he is, but <laughs> he's apparently um, having issue with his faith. He's left his faith or he's not doing it anymore. I guess we find out because his wife um, passed away and he's – you know, however you deal with these things and things like that, he's decided it wasn't for him anymore. He's got his brother, Joaquin Phoenix, living with him and raising his kids. They're on some little isolated farm outside. But uh, Shyamalan always does his movies outside, like Philly-based, right? Somewhere yeah. near that. Bucks he's from County. There. Yep. Yep. They got a farm, and they start to see crop circles, right? And weird stuff starts to happen. Like the dog starts to go crazy and animals, and the sheriff is talking to him. Um, and just start, stuff start, starts to happen, and it's weird, and it's stuff that, I don't know, like – would you think that would be associated with like paranormal extraterrestrial that odd things would happen in addition to that? I don't know. Cause I've never had that happen. <laughs> but, and then it starts to like happen in the world. Like people start seeing these things on TV and it's on news reports and everybody, they all get caught up and they're wearing the aluminum foil hats. <laughs> it's just, yeah, cra- they're getting all crazy. His brother's like, this is all nonsense. And his brother, by the way, was a former minor league baseball player, right? Who could never get to the majors. Um, so weird stuff starts to happen. They see stuff on TV 
there's that one great scene um, that was in one of these scary movie moment shows I saw that I love where Joaquin Phoenix's character is watching some of this and he's watching some video from Mexico, right? And it's this birthday party and you're like, well, what is this? What is this? And these kids, because they keep seeing something outside and this home video shows this little alleyway. There's nothing there. And all of a sudden you see this just gray, what's, what's the word for, what do you call like these, what do you call the aliens? They have like words for them. They call oh, them grays, God. I guess, yeah, sometimes, right? Yeah, they call right? them grays, yeah. Yeah, it's just a gray, and boom, he just runs by real fast. And you're like, whoa! And even his character is like, oh, God! <laughs> yes! <laughs> so that was, that, was pretty, that was pretty, that was a pretty cool spooky moment in the movie. Um, and the cool thing, like, they, like, he has the baby monitor, and it can somehow listen in, and he can hear oh, all the signals yeah. through that, remember? Yeah. Um, I didn't like the scene with the dog dying. We don't do dead animals on this show. People both, getting killed by monsters dogs. is great. <laughs> but we don't do the dogs. We don't do that. We don't like that. But yeah, that happened. And then we see what happened um, with his wife. Again, M. Night Shyamalan always appears in his movies. He So he shows up as the guy who was responsible for the crash that killed his wife. And they keep doing these flashback things. And what's that scene? He's sitting on the couch with his brother and he's telling him, remember he's talking about miracles or something? I don't remember what was. Yeah. Um. I, I can't remember to... exactly what he said, right? But some people believe in them and some people just think things happen, he says, or something like that. Yeah. Some people think that they're a sign of something. This is like kind of the premise of why it became named Signs. Um, mm, exactly. I don't know if you know, it was supposed to be called The Alien Bulletin. Yeah, I don't like that title so much. <laughs> or Visitors. Um, visitors before... I'd be okay with. I'd be okay with Visitors. I'm a little bit more okay with that, although I think Signs is better. And you're absolutely right that that is like one of the reasons he named it that because he says, you know, some people, they see these things happening and, and yeah. they interpret it as being a meaningful moment. And then other people just see it as being a moment as it passes. Right. So I think that thing. was – Yep, I think that was important in there. And he mentions something. Swing away. It's what his Weber his. He, so we find out later. Well, I'll stick with them. I'm gonna get out of out of line here. But yeah, he says his wife was just mumbling stuff. You know, when she because when she was dying, she didn't know what she was saying or whatever. Swing away, right? So and there's that funny scene. I love when he goes to the pharmacy and he starts talking to like a teenage girl that works there. She's like, "Can I give you confession or whatever?" And he listens oh to her, and then he God. goes to meet them all for pizza, and goes, "Whatever you do, don't ever talk to so and so ever again." Yes. <laughs> she starts laundry listing all yes. this stuff, yes. and you just see his face. <laughs> There's like people in line behind him, like, "What? Where the hell? Are you, what are you doing, dude?" Like, yep. come on, that was great. <laughs> that was a great. That was a great scene. <laughs> and we keep seeing the police officer. She's like a big part of this movie. Um, so then, I guess. The scene where he sees the guy, Shyamalan's character, who was responsible for his wife, that he goes to visit him at his house, and he's all distraught and weirded out and says he's leaving. He's going to a lake because they don't like it there. They, the, the aliens, don't like water, apparently, I guess, right? And he tells him, oh, by the way, I have one in my cabinet. Don't mess with him or something, right? Yeah, in the pantry. So he goes in there, and he pretty ingenious idea. He gets like a knife to use as a mirror under the door. It's pretty smart. And you don't see anything, but then he does it again. You see those like claws that come up, right? And that was pretty good. Yeah. And he just boom, he chops his freaking three of his fingers off, three of its digits off. Um, so you know, you know, this isn't a made up sting. This is there's a there's a monster. There's, there's something there. Yeah. It is not. It is not human. Um, and then of course they go back to the house and they hear more. And they then they have the night in the basement where the son has the asthma attack. Right. Mm-hmm. That was. That's a real life scare, right? And he's yeah. able to coach him. He's able to coach, get him through it. Um, he lives. He makes it. They get through the night. Was there something significant that was happening in that scene at night? I don't remember. Yeah. So, um, well, first, they, they board up the house and they, right, they right. take a vote and they decide to stay there. Oh, yeah. Vote. Who wants to stay? And he says, my vote counts as two. That's not fair. Yeah. He says, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and then Bo changes her vote because this is where mom used to live after he right. says, uh, my vote's two because I count as both parents. And right. um, and then it's three to two. So then they start boarding up the house and 
he says, why do you, or, and um, Joaquin Phoenix, Merrill says, why do you think that this is gonna actually, you know, keep them out? Why do you think this is going to work? And he said, they seem to have trouble with pantry doors. Um, So he thinks that they'll, you know, but then of course they forget to get the dog. So then the other dog ends up getting. Can I, can I just ask a question? I mean, this is for you. Maybe you have to be a dog owner. I don't know how, when you're boarding up your house in an emergency, Please explain to me how you how on the goddamn world do you forget your dog? How how I, do you how? You know, I just, I, I don't understand this. As a former country person who grew up I'm not going to start I'm not going to start getting into the whole hurricane thing either to people that chain their I'm not going to get into that stuff cuz I don't want to do that. I don't know anything about I that. Just, <laughs> oh, no, you know when people go when a hurricane hits and they just leave their pets and they just leave. Oh my god. That's like I said I'm not getting into that stuff. But yeah, how do you forget the dog? How? I just, I, I don't understand. So the this. only thing I can think of, one, I, I absolutely can't relate. But I do remember people used to chain their dogs up outside and they would leave them out overnight all the time in the country. It was sure. totally normal. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, do that now. you and I never had normal like outdoor style dogs. I have a French bulldog. You I mean, are quirky. <laughs> I mean, my dog would prefer – any dog would prefer to live outside, right, quite frankly. But it's just – yeah, I mean fair enough. But I just – how could you have forgot oh, – I don't, I don't, I don't I know. Just, I, I mean honestly, I don't, I don't think it. those dogs ever came inside. Um, and actually they – the, They lived on a farm. Fair enough. All right. All yeah. Right, but – I, I think that probably is how that happened. And they left her in the barn, so she wasn't like outside, outside. Right. Okay. Um, I feel a little better about that than me. But the first dog that they ended up having, didn't he oh, go crazy man. and they had to kill it? Yeah, they had to kill well, it yeah, themselves. Well, yeah, kill them with the damn barbecue yeah. steak. Yeah, so, I don't like that scene. I didn't either. Um, I, th- I feel like those are always just really triggering for people that – care at all about animals probably for most people but i mean i care a lot about animals so there's that um but the funniest part is though i love about those movies is you know you can kill like a thousand humans quite frankly and be as graphic as you want i don't care but don't kill any dogs <laughs> i know it's so weird you have like a visceral reaction don't kill any dogs. I, I think it's because it's like a responsibility that we have you know like like as people like we're responsible for a, an animal um, did you did you have you have you seen the conjuring uh yes okay do you remember the beginning and the dog the scene with the dog and the dog unfortunately dies i'm trying to remember which one the conjuring was. Uh, and well, i feel mind. like it's the conjuring is one of the ones that you and tara both really like i don't know if she's see- we didn't never reviewed it i don't know if she's seen it quite frankly i think it's a great movie but i had a, a funny story about the dog but whatever we've now gone off on a Dead, dead dog <laughs> tangent that I don't want to get into. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, on the subject of the dog, the reason we know in the beginning that something is fishy with M. Night Shyamalan's character is because when the dog starts acting up before they have to kill it, he yep. does not want to take it to the vet. Like right. he is just like very against taking it to the vet. And at that point, he peed we don't in know. the kitchen or whatever. And he says, yeah. I'll call so-and-so. He'll know what to do or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like, I no, right. like not interested in this this part of my life. And right. then we find out, of course, that it's M Night Shyamalan's character who killed his wife. I mean, obviously not on purpose, whatever. But like, that's the whole thing too. Well, I'll get. I guess we'll get that at the end. But <laughs> yeah, and so, um, what were we talk about the scene in the basement, right? Yes. Night they oh, yeah. So it's the alien comes down from the roof. So the alien is trying to make noise to just like distract them oh, outside the door. Remember and then earlier, it comes the two down of them. The shoot. Yeah, remember the, earlier, the two of them were chasing the alien outside on the roof. They thought that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so the, it comes down the coal chute, and that was actually a reference to the War of the Worlds. Oh, okay. Which I thought was really interesting. Um, that's a good. It's a good movie to make that for. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that felt like a good, like a little, and and not very yeah. obvious. If you didn't know, you don't know. And I right. didn't know. I looked it up. But <laughs> to so be it's clear, a good example to use that in. That's cool. Yeah, I thought so too. There are a lot of little like Easter eggs in this movie that I thought were really actually mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Um, it's one of the reasons I thought you might actually be interested in this movie <laughs> i thought i i was entertaining for me 
I didn't hate it. Well, that's good. You gave it a medium. <laughs> give it a a, sh- a sh- medium. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So they end up getting out of the basement, and then I'll turn this back over to you for your synopsis of. Then they, yeah, they come back upstairs, and it's morning, it's daytime, and. Um... <laughs> Then they're in the, so the son is still like, geez, all jacked up still, of course, because he needs an inhaler, he needs medication, whatever. And they come back in the living room and there's a great shot where they're sitting in front of the TV and he looks up and he sees the reflection of the TV. And there's one of the grays, one of the aliens is in the house. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm not sure what I would do in this situation. Um, and they all stop and they're all like, they all have a reaction to it, which is great. And I guess Mel Gibson's character, what does he say to him? He says, don't touch or don't mess with them or something. And then he says, um, oh, swing away. And he starts to think about yeah. what his wife said, swing away. And so Meryl or his brother, whoever was with the character's name, Joaquin Phoenix Meryl. goes and grabs Meryl, grabs the baseball bat off the wall. And he just starts whooping ass on this alien and starts beating him up. But before that happens, what happens is the alien grabs the son and he picks yeah. up the kid. And so you don't know what's going to happen. And then he blows some sort of like, you know, voodoo zombie dust into this kid. And you're like, oh, crap, what's going to happen now? So he starts beating him up, drops the kid, whatever, starts wailing on him. While that's happening, Mel Gibson's character takes runs with the kid outside. He finds him. What does he give him a shot of? Epinephrine. There you go. And he says it won't hurt him because his lungs were closed up anyway. So whatever he sprayed on won't bother him. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is whooping ass. He's kicking his butt. And then the great part is rewinding earlier to remember the little girl, the daughter, was always saying she could only drink a sip of these of a glass of water because it was what she said. It was it was it was it had dust in it. It's contaminated. Or it was, was contaminated. She, yeah. yeah, she's being a three year old. I mean, whatever, right? And there's just these glasses of water all over the house, and you forgot about them until they start falling on the alien, drip, 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 and you're like, oh yeah, water. Oh my god. So all these glasses of water start falling on the alien and killing him or melting him, whatever it has to do, and then. Joaquin Phoenix character runs back out and they're like, you don't know what's going to happen to the kid. And he swears. He's like, hold on guys, hold on. He's going to be okay. He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. And he's okay. So it's like, is that the moment of faith right there that, you know, he was looking for that he needed to, you know, bring his life back together to where he wanted to be. I don't know. And then, Oh, but, and then I guess he thinks about, we have another flashback to actually the, the, the car crash yeah. of his wife. And him getting there and, you know, the, the the sheriff being very, you know, slow and concise and clearly explaining, you know, this is what happened. Like, basically, your wife is like a minute away from dying and we can't move the truck because she'll die. Like, do you She's understand what I'm half. telling you right now? And he's like, yeah, it's the last time I'll ever talk to her, right? Just, yeah. So he goes over there and he's able to get like a last minute, you know, it's one of those things like if you feel like a serious injury or like something like that. Like you have this clarity moment where nothing hurts anymore and you're fine for like five minutes. And then like you either die or you, you know, you're, you put under for some sort of, you know, surgery or whatever your injury is, I guess, you know, the adrenaline and whatever runs through you. Yeah. And she's, she's able to tell him like, you know, take care of the kids and do this. And then you see Shyamalan's character sitting on the side of the road. Like, I can't believe what happened. So you finally see that. So, um, I, that was a moment of like, wow. Um, if you ever, if you've ever watched someone die before, you you relate to that moment. It's very difficult. Um, so that was that's that's a hard thing to like put. That's a hard thing to, to be able to I think to shoot to put on film. I think that's very difficult. Yeah. Um, especially if if you've seen it to try yeah. to recreate that. It brings everything back that you might have felt. So that was well done. And then what does happen at the very end? Oh, I can tell you we, why that was so well done. If you would like to know, <laughs> I would. I just wanted to say at the very end though that what and we finally find out that the aliens all leave. Um. And then he go, oh, and then what? We, he decides to go back to his practice, right? Yeah. I guess in the he end, he goes back to his faith. And that's and that's you're, and that's it. And you're like, okay, so I have many thoughts, but did you want to jump in with what you're about to say about that scene? Yeah, sure. Um, so I didn't realize this, and I feel like it kind of made it kind of like brought it together when I read this fact. Um, how it was like so emotionally impactful because even thinking about it like makes me choke up a little bit. Um. Mm. And so 
It was actually um, it was scheduled for September twelfth, two thousand one, and so okay. they did a candlelight yep. vigil, and then they filmed it right on that spot immediately following. I have heard quite a few stories over the years of movies that were either supposed to have had scenes that day, or there was casting that day for stuff. And I've just I've over the years I've heard these stories. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, okay. I thought that was um, especially. Yeah. I mean, that is such an emotional scene. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, because you, you, I mean, you, you have to. You're you're now in a position where you have to say goodbye to someone who you said you were going to spend the rest, and you're thrust into it within a matter of seconds. It, it and, is literally a, a, an impossibility. You 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 can you can do it when it's happening, but then the time afterwards of trying to recover from that is like beyond traumatic. I, I don't. Uh, his decision to leave what he was doing makes perfect sense because his oh, yeah. life is wrecked. I mean, I don't know what else do you do. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I would like have done part, the same thing. Like that part is, is great. Um, I mean, great when I mean like it was the way it was done. It was, it was done very well because that means different things to different people. I don't know. You, you can't, you can't shoot a perfect scene. Like, Oh, that was a nice scene where someone died. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, it's just, it is what it is. But so yeah, lots of, you know, I don't know. So, is it a horror movie? They consider it one, I, I suppose, because it has aliens, I guess, whatever. Sci-fi horror. I don't know. Um, there's creepy moments to it, right? It's, it's kind of spooky. There's some aliens. jump scares. Aliens are interesting. I mean, I I, I have the firm belief that if they ever invade, they're like the aliens in the alien movies, like Sigourney Weaver. And we're, we're pretty much screwed if that happens, because those things are gnarly. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. Uh, regarding this, like, and not to, I'm going to set you off on a tangent here, and I totally know what I, I'm not it's intending okay. to, but it's going to happen. I know it. Um, it's okay. So, okay, I need answers on the poor planning on the aliens part here because they invade a planet that is 80% water. Yes. Where Foolish. all major cities have access to water in the world. I know what it is. It was run. It was run by Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. Do you remember them? <laughs> <laughs> How stupid were they, though? Right? Weren't they the dumbest aliens like ever? Oh my god! Right? They that's that would be their planning. They wouldn't have thought of that about that. <laughs> we're merely exchanging protein strands. If you have a different, if you have a different way of doing it, please let us know. Yeah, that's that's what it is. They're the ones that invaded, and they didn't think about it. That's my that's my take. <laughs> yeah. I just like it's like okay, so like think about you know like the you're because, supposed to be this intelligent race, but you didn't know there was all this water. Yeah, like right. you couldn't see it. Like we can see pictures every, from space every every couple of days. It comes out of the sky as well. Um, yeah, you definitely would have thought they would have thought that through. So I don't know, man. Maybe they're not as smart as we thought, but yeah. But I, but I think when they come, they are going to be like the ones in the alien movies, which is just not going to be good for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that that's not going to be anytime soon. Who knows? Um, Who knows? And I I realized part of the premise of this whole thing was that like, and they talk about this, and it is like this is the recon unit that came to like check out the planet. But yeah. I'm sorry, you can see the water from space, like. You can see it. And if it's the so one what thing if, that kills you, like what if you they don't, don't know? What what if they what if they don't have water and what if they have no idea what it is? I mean, then right? why would they What if there's another planet that we there's something on that planet that we don't know what it is? And you know, am I, am I making sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. Yeah, like if there's a different resource or whatever, or right. there is just no water and there's no vegetation then and whatever, but and they don't, don't know that they would kill them. They don't know that. It I don't, just makes it hard for me to buy. I feel like that's a major hole in this story. You know what? I never, I honestly never even really thought about that when I was watching it. But that's now that I think about it, it's a great point. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's Kang and Kodos from The Simpsons. They were, they were too stupid. <laughs> Those two were some dumbass aliens. And maybe that's what it is. But that's a great point. So how, how much Independence Day vibes did you get from it? Any? Um. I mean, the aliens look very similar, um, very similar. I mean, even in like the height and like the, even their mannerisms, um, they 
actually tried to use females in the suits because uh, they don't mm. use CGI. I don't think they use CGI in no, Independence Day either, did they? I don't think so. I don't know. So don't both of so. them were actually like outfitted in that way. Um, they tried to use women, but apparently we were not um, confrontational enough ah, for M. Night Shyamalan. So they had to okay. replace it with men. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> With very thin men that were supposed yeah. to look emaciated. Um, but the so. one at the Brazilian birthday party is actually the only woman that made the cut. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, that was one of the, that's one of the, one of the great scenes. It was voted yeah. as one of the scariest scenes. Yes. Um, that was by the one I was, I mentioned. Yeah. That was on that show I watched. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, they, yeah. Don't show too much of the monster, I guess. Maybe they showed a little bit. I always like don't show, not showing a whole lot of it, you know. But yeah, I think it was it was just enough. But it was good because you never were really sure if it was real or not. And they actually, okay, it really is aliens. Yes, here they are. Yeah, we're not just going to pretend they are. So, um, yeah, different themes of stuff. Yeah, is it you know talking about religion? Is it a movie about a guy who's finding his faith, dealing with his loss? All of the above, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you know, movies um, are always about something else, right? I say that all the time. A movie's about aliens, but it's about many other things. Or movies are about zombies. You know, George Romero zombie, Day of the Dead. They're all about other things, though, right? It's like so. I don't know. It's funny you bring up. Um, I'm trying to find it in my notes. Oh, um, so I thought you'd think this was interesting because mm. his inspiration for this, M. Night Shyamalan's inspiration, was The Birds, Night of the Living Dead, and The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. They all, that all makes sense. All makes sense. Yep, totally. That, that, that's exactly, I, I think that's right on. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not terrible. I didn't have a whole lot of expectation. Um, do you enjoy this movie? Is it a yes or a no? I do enjoy this movie. I was absolutely terrified of it when I saw it um, really? initially. Um, okay. So I, I saw again. I grew up in the country, so I saw right. it at a drive-in theater. We used to take. Yeah, this uh, is kind of the second movie we've done that kind of is in the same like space, isn't it? Probably. Yeah, because Quiet Place was on a farm. We were going to continue these farm. Well, okay, and I never really thought about that. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that is really funny, and it it's. It's interesting because I think it might be because of my the things you're that scare subconscious, me. You're subconsciously making us watch these. Yes, yes, you yes, are. Yes, the ones that actually scare me, like that, yep. that like left an imprint in my brain. So we huh. watched that in a at a drive-in that? theater, surrounded by cornfields. Oh, that's and- oh, that would be awesome. We used to take that. the sofa, like this old like pattern denim sofa out of my parents basement put it in the back of the pickup drive it down and take the sofa out and put the sofa in front of the car why not? i would do that too i would absolutely that sounds like a great idea right now quite frankly i'll do it now let's go i know it was so let's, fun let's it put was a sofa so in a fun and this was one of the two it was a double feature and the first one was like Ooh, funny yeah, and else? the second one was this and Okay. So it like wrecked me. So I I actually do like this movie. I made Philippe watch it, my husband, um, like a couple years ago, and he did not find it as impactful as me. I think it might have been specifically okay. like that, like the way I watched it was really impactful too. Okay, that makes sense. Also, highly see- recommend the sofa at the drive. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, right now, that's a pretty great idea. Have you, did you ever see Twister? I hope you did. Yes. Twister is a great movie. By the way, public service announcement for everyone out there. When you watch Twister, if you have surround sound, turn your surround sound on. Yes. That is the, the single greatest movie I've ever seen on surround sound. It is like there is a monster in your house with the wind and, oh, my God, it's incredible. I love that movie. But remember at the end when the Twister comes to that small town, it tears up a drive through What were they watching on that drive through Do you remember? Oh my God. I remember this moment because it's like we used to go to the drive through all the or the drive in all the time. Um, now this I don't remember. Tri- the Shining. Oh my God. <laughs> They're watching The Shining as the screen and the theater get ripped apart by the tornado. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. the birds. <laughs> no, no, The Shining. 
pretty awesome. Anyway, tangent random there. But I mean, yeah, I like the couch idea. That would be great to watch it in the court. Wow, that would be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, think about how, like, and this was high school for me. So, um, or I guess it was actually, it was the summer before I went away to college. It was like our last summer to like. Yeah. Yeah. So it was our last summer to like, you know, be silly and whatever. I mean, of course, I still live that life. Last but... time to be silly. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. What? Who says that? But you always like think that you're going off to college to become an adult. And that means something when you're. <laughs> it's a horrible idea. I don't I don't recommend it. Um, but speaking of recommending. All right. So we both say this movie's fine. Okay. Which. Yeah. Leads me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please allow me to elaborate. Drum roll. This might take a while. Please stay with me. Um, all right. I, I, I'm just going to – to most people, I, I, I know this. I, I do not care for M. Night Shyamalan and his movies. I, I really don't. I, I have problems with him. Um, this movie, again, I had no expectation of it. So, all right. He makes The Sixth Sense in 1999. That's a great movie. It, it, it is really good. It's scary. It's well done. It has all these great atmospheric, the red color, all these different things. Um, the lighting. That... Yeah, so exactly. And, 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 I'll, and I'll, you know, mention that stuff. I want to give him his due for the, the guy is trained. He went to NYU film school, the Tisch school, which I would love to have gone to. It's wonderful. Scorsese, Eli Roth, like it's, it's, it's like the, one of the great places to go. He is a filmmaker. He knows how to make, he knows how to lens a shot. He knows what light to use on this. He knows what mics to use. He knows who the crew, he knows what to do. He gets a list cast, Sam Jackson, Bruce Willis, Mel Gibson. He gets incredible actors. He made the sixth sense and he made that movie unbreakable. Now mm -hmm. unbreakable is not a horror film. It's a great movie though. And after that is crap. Um, it's just, and when I say he's good at making a movie, he gets like 95% of the way there. And then this five percent at the end ends up being a hundred percent of what I hate. Okay? I know, and it's such a bummer because so, it's built and it's built and yeah. it's good and it's good, and then it's like yeah. So six cents, good, unbreakable. He's on a roll. He makes the um, the village. I was so angry at the end of that movie when we turn. We, we, we have you seen it? Yeah, you seen it. Well, we this, we ruin movies on this show, so it doesn't matter. But when I found out it wasn't a little eerie village with a monster and there was planes flying by in modern day, I wanted I wanted to drive to Philly and like knock on his door and be like, "What? Why did you do this? What is wrong with you?" It was I, I was so mad. Right now, fair enough to say, all right, was that marketing? Was the you know the trailers? You know, I've edited lots of stuff and to make it look like it is something else and whatever. Was that a fault of marketing to make it seem like this and pull you in? I don't know. Okay. He made a movie called The Happening. Spoiler alert, nothing happens. Oh my God. It stinks. All right. Except knife sounds. A lot of like, like. Oh my God. Yes. Like I don't things know. stabbing into people, like yes. glass. And it's I love a lot Mark of Wahlberg. Because you know, I go back to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, you know, back in the day, right? Good vibrations. That's, that's my dude. And he's in one of the great movies of all time, The Departed, but that's for another day. Um, but that movie is terrible and it just goes downhill. He made some airbender movie that no one can stand. Um, I just he made didn't even called... realize that was his, <laughs> it's not on brand for him. I like, he made a movie, you know, you, you gotta do different stuff, but he made a movie I, yes, called, but... called devil, which this is, well, it's a movie about people stuck in an elevator. I could never watch that because I am terrified of elevators. So that's a whole nother thing. So I can't watch that movie to begin with. Agreed. But I heard it's, but I'm sure it's stunk. Um, and then let's see the visit. I have not seen. I've heard good things about that though. And then he made these follow-ups like Split and Glass, which were sequels to the Unbreakable, Riding the Coattails. And now he's got this knock at the cabin out, like literally now. And a friend of mine said she was going to see it. I've not gotten a return back on that, so I can't give you uh, feedback yet. But it's out now. So go see it, I guess. I did get some feedback that I thought you'd okay. be interested in that I All didn't right. want to tell you about when we were doing our so, pre-show thing. M. Night Shyamalan, let me tell you, man, you mean well. I'm sure you do, but 
you're killing me, dude. You're just killing me. I know. There was a sci-fi thing once. Did you ever see this thing on sci-fi, like the mystery of M. Night Shyamalan or something? It was a total hoax. You know about this? No. It was this this phony documentary sci-fi made about him um, when he was doing The Village or something. You got to Google it. Okay. Yeah, it was this weird thing. It was pretty cool by him to make. So look, and again, like you can make movies, okay? But these these twists and these silly stuff, like I, I can't do it anymore, dude. I can't. You know? And let me let me let me say something. I love the sixth sense, but you've gotta be kidding me that we thought we were shocked that Bruce Willis's character is dead. He's obviously dead. <laughs> I, how how is this a surprise at the end of this movie? We saw him. Come on, dude. I I'm not buying this that that part. I, I didn't like that. Um Anyway, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. That was the best I can. I don't want to go on and on and on here, but like, I I want to like his scary movies. I I want to like them. And I remember renting The Happening and sitting there with the remote in my hand, wondering should I press yes to do this. And once I rented it and spent the four or five dollars, I'm I'm done. I'm done with you at this point. We're not watching your stuff anymore. I, I can't yeah, do it anymore. That one was like especially disappointing to me. I think that like if I was going to rank his movies, that one was the worst that I've seen. Oh, I have man. not seen Airbender. I can't speak to that. I did hear terrible oh, things about it. Awful. That was canned um, by everybody. I like – I want to really respect him too because like you said, he did go to Tish. Um, he knows how to make a movie. Yes. Well, I mean like James Newton Howard scored the entire movie of signs from the storyboards. That's what I'm saying. Like and, and he gets these cat and yeah, he does all the right stuff except it's like, it was like when they talk about people, you know, they always mention these studies you see about people that have like diabetes or heart disease or whatever and it's always like – the 3% make up the 70%, you know what I mean? Like that's, he gets the 90% of it done, but the 10% makes a hundred percent ruining it for you. I know. You know and I it mean? just sinks the whole thing. Right. And you're, like you want to watch the happening and then just not watch the end kind of like, it's, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's like, it's good during, like, if you just turned it off at a certain point, Mm-hmm. And just stopped and That's wrote it. the rest of it in I'm your done. brain. It would probably right. be okay. Um, right. I Lady say this in the is water. Like, oh, I didn't see that Lady one either. In the water? <laughs> or no, was that the Oscar movie? Ugh. I can't remember. Well, I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I think that was him, Lady in the okay. Water. I think that was the title of it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't see that one either. Not I, like I said, the shape I, I of water. Up. That was the one that I the was. The shape like... of water is the one that won the Oscar. That's right. Okay. So he did Lady in the Water. That's right. Yeah. I right. I, I didn't see that movie. I thought it seemed a little bit weird, and I don't and know. Was that Guillermo del Toro though? Who's great? But anyway, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. The theme of it's a little gross. Okay. All right. Uh. Right, I'd like to see it at some point. If it's emotionally, if it is. I have a lot of trouble with, I, and this could be because I was a high school teacher. Anything that has an adolescent sort of personality, when you start to get into any sexual conduct in that situation, it really skeeves me like big time. So that's that's interesting. If you're if we're talking about the same thing, because I just shameless promotion as we do around here. Please go to hilltopvideos.com to read my latest latest review on Fright Night, great eighties film. Have you seen Fright Night? Mm-mm. original okay well same kind of thing where our character is supposed to be a high school teenage girl and into some very suggestive deeply sexual situations which is nowadays wouldn't go over well if you made a movie like that i don't think that would go over well they I just made that uh what's that pizza or something movie where it's like a 24 year old and a 16 year old or 14 year old or something oh it I just don't came know out like movie. over the summer there's a movie called Trees Lounge that – an old movie that Steve Buscemi is in where it's that same kind of concept. He's an old creepy guy. Yeah. I, I don't like – I don't like watching stuff. like It's very uncomfortable. No, yeah. I, I don't want to – Even if it's like an amorphic creature for no. me, there's just something like that grosses me no. out about it. That, so, that, that, that shouldn't be made. No, I don't, I don't like know. That. I that Like that's why I didn't want to see it. Because I knew the right, story behind it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I knew it would make me grossed out. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, I'm not one to be easily grossed out either, unless it's like really extreme. Like, I can't watch like Hostel. Um, we should review Hostel and Hostel Part Two. Eli Roth, that's my dude. <laughs> <laughs> you totally can. Yeah. I won't be part of it. <laughs> okay. All right. You're missing out. They're good. <laughs> I might I wish listen you could make a part to it. Three. 
I wish you'd make a part three. The audio of it, I, it's just my roommates watched it after, like, at the house after I graduated from college, and they watched it so loud I could like hear it in my room, and it was just it gave me nightmares for weeks. Even though I didn't you definitely see a don't want to see scene. it then. Yeah, uh, it's there. There's some there's some pretty rough scenes in it. I I can watch literally anything. I mean, really anything. So it was fine by me, but um, there are some scenes that are pretty rough. Yeah. yeah, it's not a porno. It's not you know people think it. You know, they call it g- gorno was the term they used for it. It's not like that, though. There's way worse stuff out there. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. All um, I know is the sounds of the saws and the things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometimes sometimes that's enough, right? It's all you need to hear is is those sounds. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's enough. Yeah. Um, it, it wrecked my day. <laughs> maybe M. Night Shyamalan should make a, a, um, a uh, hostile movie. Maybe I'd watch it. But um, no, I, I, I can't watch any more of his stuff. I would need to have multiple people tell me it's very good to do it. Um, you know, I don't know, man. Means well, I get it. And if you listen, Mr. Shyamalan, if you ever want to make a movie, I'm happy to. I'd love to work with you if you'd like. I'd be happy to work on your crew for you. Um, the vision is there. the The technical aspect is there. Like it's all there. It's just, I don't know. These twist endings, they're just not doing it for me. They're just not. It's not for me, and that doesn't mean that it's wrong or right. It just means it's not for me. I think That's most all. of them, the twist just doesn't go all the way around or something. It's like, or it, it's just, why did you do that? Like, why? This is stupid. Why? It doesn't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, just, it, it's like he, I <laughs> honestly think he might not take it the step far enough for it to land. Yeah. So it just kind Maybe. of like stays like mid air. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, That's, that's fair. But, but so I do when, wonder too. I talked to someone the other day about it. We were talking about the marketing, like when you cut a movie trailer. You can cut a movie trailer to make it look like anything. I just wonder sometimes if that's what's going on is we know like the, the village that it was such a spooky looking thing and it just wasn't. Do you want to just mess with people and make it that way? You know, do you not care? I, I, I don't know, but it's that just was never another one that like broke my heart a little bit because the person in the end that dies, um, I feel so guilty spoiling things, but is, Which um, movie? In the village. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is like the kid that, you know, has like a mental disability of some kind that is undiagnosed because they have him living in this room, like remote place where there is no medication and there is no. Adrian Brody's character, right? You're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Remote place. You know, I like that you said that. Did you watch um, The Walking Dead when it was on? Mm hmm. Do you? I've been I've been watching a few episodes in the last couple of months because it ended. And now I'm kind of watching it again. Very good point. Do you remember the um when Carol has to kill that one little girl because she's all yes. screwed up? Oh my god! Yes. And and the reality of it is, the world now there's no psychiatrist to bring that girl to, she, and you can't help her at this point. So you have to literally like an old lame God. We're doing it again. An old lame dog. <laughs> you got to bring her out and shoot her. And yeah, it's like awful, was... but yeah, I, I never thought about that. What happens to someone who has mental issues and things like that and live in that world where there's no real society anymore? Yeah. How does, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. Cause that little girl's like a sociopath. If oh, I'm she's crazy. Undiagnosing with Playing... without any sort of background in diagnosing. Why did you kill the zombies? He was my friend. He was trying to eat you. He's not your friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, anyway. And she kills her sister. Yes, she sure does. And that's, that's when you finally have to be like, okay, I, this has to stop. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But again, yeah, you know, the, the guy can tell stories, whatever, but it's just, man, he just makes me so mad at the end. I just can't do it anymore. So anyway, there you go. That's my, that's my thoughts on M. Night Shyamalan and his movies. So <laughs> take it to what you mean from it and whatever. Maybe a knock at the cabin's amazing. Maybe I'll watch it like 10 times. Oh. I don't know. So – you just triggered my memory. I forgot I was going to tell you what I heard yes. from feedback oh, yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. So he shoots it all on old cameras, like old camera equipment. See, that's really cool. So yes and no Dracula, from what I heard. The scene in Dracula where they're walking down the street and he gets the newspaper was shot with an old 100-year-old camera, and it's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So this 
is a lot of extreme close-ups. Like the whole movie. Like I heard it was really, really good from people like who Wayne's actually- Like World? Extreme close-up! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so apparently it's a lot of like really tight close-ups. Right. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the lenses he was using or- I feel like that would have been something he planned out, so that would surprise me. Um, but uh, other than that, I heard that the storyline is very good and that that is probably the thing that we would complain about is that it's a lot mm. of close-ups that feel like it doesn't need to be that many close-ups. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I love that. Old. Did you see Old where the people age in like a day on the beach? Did you see that movie that he did? No. You know what I'm talking about? you heard about this? No. We made a movie called Old like two years ago. These people are on a beach. Something happens to them and they age like dozens of years in like a day. Really? That's okay. I never, I mean, again, I'm, I'm not going to watch it because I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, Old is what it's called. So interesting. Hmm. So, well, this, this, what you're talking, this movie piques my interest because of the cameras they're using. I'd like to see that. But um, again, yeah, I need, I, I need recon. I, I, I know I need it- multiple people to tell me. Matt, this is good. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, it piqued my interest too. Right. I so I I might wait for it to stream, but when it's streaming, oh, yeah. I might watch it. So that's that's the thing is like, is it a gimmick? You know, is it something actually really cool? Um, you know, yeah, I don't. It's hard but, to tell with him too. You know, it's like right. you know right. his background, so you want to believe that it's good, but it's like, right. mm, but I yeah, also I know. know your background. Yeah, I, I know what you've done it. to me. You yeah. have made me mad too many times. So that is very true. So I know. So That's do you want any trivia from this? I love trivia. I'll give it a shot. I don't know that I'll know him, but I would love to participate. Do you know who Joaquin Phoenix replaced because they had to pull out of a, of the film uh, for a brain tumor that ended up being benign? Oh, Lord. Well, this is awful. Um, I do not know the answer to that. Mark Ruffalo. Really? Okay, well, I'm glad I did that... not know he had a brain tumor, and I could totally oh. see him playing that role. <laughs> I am glad that nothing bad happened to him after that. That's a good thing. I know. I love him. He's like yeah. he's he's very talented, and also seems like a decent human. That's um, a good thing. So the crop circles are real because he, as we talked about, doesn't like CGI, and That's it awesome. was That's so shot. Cool. Yeah, so it was shot on the. Um, property of an architectural or sorry not architectural agricultural school um delaware valley college which is in bucks county um where there were two areas of corn that were already growing but they were at different stages um so the corn you know didn't they didn't have to like specifically grow it for the film Mm. um which i thought was pretty cool okay um, Johnny Depp was supposed to be in this movie originally. I love Johnny Depp. Who was he going to play? I don't know. It was not in the tra- I could not find it anywhere. Okay. Um, but speaking of people that I was surprised about being in this movie, um, Graham Hess, Mel Gibson's character, yep. was yep. actually <laughs> supposed to be significantly older. So um, it was offered to Paul Newman and Clint Eastwood, and they both turned it down. What? Uh, I could not see either one of them in that. I don't know. Uh, I cannot I know. see Clint Eastwood at <laughs> all. Like, not even like a Is pinch. he still alive? I think so. He's got to be like 97 years old. Oh, my God. I'm serious. Yeah, he's – yeah. He has to be. He has to be almost older now. I think he's now. still alive. I think Somebody he is Somebody let us know. Yeah, I think he is too. But he's got to be almost 100. That's amazing. Yeah, I don't know that I could see either one of them in that one. That They they, they seem to – I just – I don't know. Yeah. Mel Gibson's fine in that. Uh, yeah, and I'm not a big Mel Gibson fan for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah, there's there's, there's, there's a lot of reasons to dislike him. So you don't think you're alone in that one. But um, anyway. But he does a really good job in this movie. And yeah, I think, I think he's that very good. That should be recognized. Yeah. Um, so um, during the opening scene, so this was something else like that always was like a big thing in the country. Um, so they use crickets a lot in the audio. Did you notice this? Uh, yes. 
Um, so any time that like in the opening scene, they use them. And as soon as the crickets stop chirping, uh, Graham wakes up. Um, mm. And then they use the uh, crickets to kind of like trigger the fact that you're about to see something scary. So they'll have the, the sound and okay. then they drop it. Um, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and it's actually inspired by the birds. Really? Okay, God, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh it's my like God, 20 that's years, such a good movie. Yeah, so you'll hear it like the wings coming in. So it's kind of the reverse of the birds because you hear the wings coming in and then you'll hear like they stop cawing. But you mm. like, so it's like there's, well, it's not really the reverse, but it's like, yeah, oh my God. The audio in that movie is you've got to. See, that's what I mean. Uh, the, the guy does those great things he's really good at that stuff i mean he knows how to do that stuff yeah yeah absolutely yeah originally the aliens were going to be invisible but he couldn't get the effect he wanted so they had to um call an audible hmm okay which might have been why they went with like try more tried and true alien appearance okay um and it takes it, I think, uh, 90 minutes into the movie, then aliens have only been on screen for 11 seconds. See, that's what I like. I don't like to see a lot of the monster. That's that's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. You love like that, that Jaws effect. Blair Witch, never see. Never see it. Yeah. Jaws, not till, yeah, when he's sitting there, why don't you chum some of that? You don't see that. You're right. I don't, I don't want alien. You don't see it till halfway into the movie. Like, that's great. Because that's what it is. You're, what, it's, it's in your head. You see it. You know what it is in, in your head. And it's that's scarier because that yeah. could be anything. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, totally. Um, so continuing with the water theme that I complained about earlier, uh, the crop circles <laughs> actually create a trident. Hmm. Oh, I don't think I didn't even notice that. <laughs> okay. Wow. Very. I cool. didn't notice it till I looked for trivia. Um, okay. And. Officer Caroline Paskey, the one that you were talking about being prominently featured, yep. who I yep. really love her in this movie. She's so good. I've no, I'm so bad at actors and actresses, but um, I don't recognize her from anything I've ever seen before. Yeah, I I, I almost want to like right. look on IMDb yeah. right now to find out. But originally, she was a male character named Edward. Okay. Um. So we had female aliens, male cops. Yeah, we had everything. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So I thought that was like a really interesting little like tidbit that I would have had no idea. Um, okay. And then uh, apparently the, you know, the dramatic dinner scene, which we actually didn't cover. Um, oh, there That's are two right. things there we didn't hit that scene. in this. Yeah. Well, he gets all kirked out and then the kids hug him and he's freaking out. Yeah. Yeah. So he asks everyone what they want for their oh, last Oh, yeah. Supper. And he wants to have a cheeseburger and spaghetti and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I forgot about and that. And waffles. <laughs> and he makes this yes. giant meal that's like just ridiculous, a million different yes. plates. And then yes. no one wants to eat. And then he gets really mad and like bugs out. I'm on not everyone. saying grace. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want to say grace. Yeah. And right. then they all start crying and then he like flips out and eats off everybody's plates. Yes. So that only took uh, three hours to film. Only three. The pantry scene took three weeks to film. Jeez. Was it because of just the set or because of the hand he had to chop off? Like, just say why? No, but that reminded me that we never hit on the end, the alien that they, that ends up Picking oh, up it's the, the same sun. one that kidnaps him. Yeah, as you see his hand, the tightest shot of his hands. But yeah. you know what I think? I think, did, but did that matter? Does it matter? No, right? Well, <laughs> I guess it kind of does to me in a way I, I don't, because- To me, it didn't matter. So to me, it shows that this is a very vengeful species. Okay, that's fair. But when I saw it and they did the tight shot of the thing, I just said, oh, that's the one from the from the house. But- I did, that was all it meant to me. It didn't mean anything significant to me. I don't know. Because the other ones had escaped. They had all left. Right. You know, that the ones that hadn't been And he killed. was pissed and, off and he wanted to go, okay, yeah, I mean, I would too. Somebody yeah. cut my fingers off, I'd be pretty pissed off with that person, yes. <laughs> I actually thought that that might, when I saw it the first time, that that might be leaving it open for a sequel. Oh, okay, well. Where they come back. Later, seems like we don't have one, so. 
Yeah. I mean, it's it's been 10 years. So I think we're and and, and pl- 10, tied t- 20. So, and please don't make <laughs> oh a sequel because yeah. I don't want to see it. Yeah, I think it would be super disappointing. I'm always disappointed when, um, I mean, not always disappointed in sequels. There are certainly good ones out there, but. Um, Godfather 2. <laughs> yep. Um, Lord of the Rings, although that was written in that way. So it's a different. Kill Bill. Is Kill Bill 2 better than the first? Mm, maybe. Mm, I don't know. And was it written at the same time? I think they were written simultaneously. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 I find better than his original Halloween. Actually, there are a couple um, Halloweens that are better than the first one. They're like two like the original them. original John Carpenter or Rob Zombie. Because you, oh, you would be, know. because I'm telling you right now, you would be incorrect if you said anything. Any sequel is better than John Carpenter's original movie. You are yeah, and I think I'm wrong. thinking of the wrong movie even <laughs> now that I've be, said that. <laughs> you would be wrong, and uh, that's all I'm going to say about I'll take that. It. I'll take it. You are incorrect on that, <laughs> and never invited back. <laughs> and we're just gonna. We're just going to leave it at that, that you saying any sequel in the Halloween franchise that is better would be an incorrect statement. That's true. And honestly, when you said it, I was like, wait a minute, Rob Zombie Rob Zombie's two, because he did the remake. And I, I think his second one is better than his than his original. So He did H2O? No, no. He did his own take. He did his own films in 2007 and 2009. What? Really? Yes. Clearly, I'm not as schooled as you in all these things. I mean, this is why were, you have the podcast. They, they were, they were what they were. That, those, <laughs> those are for another. Those are for another episode, right? As for another. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, and that's pretty much. Oh, um, other well, than yeah. <laughs> to go out with a bang. Apparently, this was the easiest of all his movies to write and direct, and he wrote it in six months. Wow. So how long does it usually take him to write something? God, okay. Well, all right. Anyway. All right, good. No, that's good trivia. That was cool. I didn't know most of I didn't know most of the things at all because I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of interesting. It's like it kind of oh, I love true. I love movies. I mean, I, I, that's what I love. I when it's over, I want to watch the making of and I want I want to know all that stuff. Yeah. How'd yeah. you make this? What happened? That's what I'm all about. That's yeah. what I'm all about. Um, on this show, we are all about all of you loving us and, um, of course, telling your neighbors, your friends, your dog walkers, your, you know, your physical therapists, everyone to just, just tell us and tell them all how much great, how great the show is, um, rating, you know, reviewing, please email us straight at gmail.com. Tell us what you want us to watch, what you want me to review, are there any more directors you don't like that you want me to talk about? I mean, we could do that, I'm sure. Uh, and Sarah, what else? Where can all of these wonderful people, what are, where are they going to find you? Uh, the Probably the best place for them to look for me would be over at um, Laughing with Gingers, my podcast with Christina Curry, who was on here for uh, Ginger Snaps way back in the day. I have been a guest on said program. Yes, yes. yes. You should definitely yes. check it out. Um, today we dropped – well, of course, today is not today in real life, but um, – in We're in, in fake in, life. Uh, in our real life, Matt, <laughs> we dropped um, Psychological Hacks Part 1. Um, it's dating and job interviews. <laughs> two things people don't want anything to do with. <laughs> or they, they, can... they, that they, two things people dread tremendously, right? Is that, is that, yep. Would that be fair? Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's how you can use psychological hacks to get through them. I like this. I'm gonna have to listen to this. It's a good okay. one. It's a good one. It's a little right. bit. Um, it's a shorter life, one too. Life skills. Life skills. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then in two weeks, we're dropping um, psychological hacks part two: life hacks that you can use, including things to make people super uncomfortable. Oh, I like that one too. And of course, speaking of part two, by now everyone's listened, of course, to um, Black Horror Part One and Two. We did with wonderful friend of the show, Bill Vaughn. So you'll love this episode now too. Of course you love them all. Cause they're great. Instagram, Facebook, you know where to go. Scarymovieproject.com, scarymovieproject at gmail.com to email us, hit me up, tell me what you want to listen to, what I need to do, who I can rant and rave about. Let me know. But you know what? That's all I got time for now. I can't talk 
bad about anybody else. I'm, 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 I'm exhausted on it. So thank you, everybody. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. The Scary Movie Project podcast. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.